Welcome to day 30 of the 31 days of podcasting. It's starting off rough, people, <laughs> but it's almost over. And lucky for you, you don't have to just sit here and listen to me gab, uh, especially after last night's probably pretty dry, techy equipment uh, podcast, although people have been asking for it, so there it was. That's the equipment we use. But lucky for you, again, it's not going to just be me. Who's joining me on Skype this evening? What could it be? Is this my time to talk? Yeah, a little bit. All right. I am Jay the Angry Ginger of Seven Days a Geek. Uh, podcasting 101, I guess, is uh, probably where you know me from. Uh, where I know you from? <laughs> I, I'm not sure which one you picked up first. You, I know you've listened to both or listened to both, but right. uh, I had you on the 101. I, I'm not sure which one uh, you originally. Where did we start talking originally? Uh, well, it was Seven Days a Geek. Uh, oh, okay. I was a listener of Seven Days a Geek, and it was uh, when you started to branch off 101. Mm. Um, and then I, we were early-ish days guests, I guess, for the branch off. Yeah. So yeah, it's but but I was I was listening to Seven Days a Geek first, and um, I think like we told you at that time, you know, every once in a while we would uh, make sure we let our listeners know about your show. Uh, especially if something kind of hit close to home or was a topic that we were potentially talking about as well. So, uh, I know we have at least a few cross listeners. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, which is always awesome. I love, I love that stuff. I love, uh, I know we've had some people come over that from your side and I know I've had a couple people say that they've come over from our side to you. So, uh, that's awesome. I love that cross promotional kind of stuff, especially when it's, it's good shows. So, uh, I, uh, I, I can't complain when somebody, uh, can at least go over to the other side and say, Hey, yeah, these, these guys are not idiots for recommending this. It just goes to show that our listeners have great taste. There you go. <laughs> uh, before we get too deep into this though, uh, cause especially since every once in a while I forget it and do it at the end, the shout out. We still have a shout out for this episode. We're going to shout out addictive alchemy again. Thanks to the guys over at Addictive Alchemy. New World Alchemy uh, is the Thanks, name. Thanks, guys. <laughs> is the name of the uh, company, but Addictive Alchemy is the Kickstarter project. And again, if you go over there, they are fully funded. They're working on their fourth stretch goal, Ooh. and they end April second, two thousand fifteen. And again, uh, twenty dollars or more gets you the game, and anybody that pledges at the twenty dollars or more level gets that Kickstarter exclusive pack, which includes an All Us Geeks card that oh. you can play in your game. So go check out Addictive Alchemy before they end. Who doesn't want to play Alchemy? I mean, come on. <laughs> Who doesn't want to play with that awesome All Us Geeks card? That's what I'm saying. I'll play with it. <laughs> I bet you will, Jason. Euphemism. <laughs> um, all right, so we kind of talked about where you and I kind of know each other from or how, how everything started, but for... Some of the listeners that maybe haven't crossed over yet, how about you tell them some of the things that you're involved in? <laughs> Recently or just overall? Well, let, let's preface it with both you and I. Um, well, Steph has called us together the busiest geeks in podcasting. Yeah. And I think we've individually had other listeners and people around us call us the busiest geeks uh, in what we do. So I think it was, uh, I think it's appropriate to say that Jason and I have talked about talking, uh, for probably 
at least a year and a half, maybe. <laughs> I, I was looking at the 101 today to see when when it was you were on, and it was about a, it was August of 20 was it what, 13 then, so it was a, a year and a half ago, yeah, almost two years ago, yeah. So ever since uh, we did that, Jason and I have had back and forth conversations every once in a while, like, yeah. oh, you should come on, or I should come on, and and the scheduling never works out because we're both so damn busy. <laughs> And it doesn't help that I think you and I record our primary episodes on the same evening. I know for a long time it was. Now we're kind of bouncing around. I've got to get back to a, a normal schedule, at least for seven days a geek. But um, I think we were both, uh, was it Tuesday or Thursday night? Yeah, we do uh, Tuesday nights. And now I actually do a Thursday night one that I have a pretty regular recording yep. on as well. I'm doing the same thing between all the podcasts. <laughs> I'm recording Tuesday and th- Thursday night now. Yeah. So and then Friday, we do a live show. Right. So... There it is. That's that's the big reason why Jason and I never really kind of had a chance to talk until the 31 days. Uh, again, in about a year and a half now, we've kind of said off and on, yeah, we should talk. <laughs> then the schedule never matches up. So why, for your end, does the schedule never match up? Let's let's let the people know what you're into right now. Uh, oh, geez, I'm doing like four podcasts right now. I'm doing seven days a geek podcasting one on one. I'm, I'm, I'm banking episodes. That's coming back out, uh, April and, uh, we'll finish off season two through the summer. Um, I'm doing the better call Saul companion podcast, which ends in two weeks. And I'm also doing the Gotham Knights podcast with, uh, some fellow podcasters, uh, every Tuesday night. So I'm doing better call Saul and Gotham that night. So I've got those going on. As soon as that one dies down, I'm starting a dad blog right now. So I might do a podcast in association with that as well. <laughs> and then I've got, I'm, I'm writing a few. I want to do some more of the radio dramas that I had done when I first started podcasting. I did a few and I want to get back into that. And actually there was a character that we created that we want to actually put on his own and, and have his own show. So we'll see how that goes. We've written several blogs and uh, there's a lot that we haven't put out yet as well. And we'd like to turn that into do some voice acting and put some sound effects and stuff into it. So. That's a goal for the next month or so, I'm hoping. All right. And uh, beyond podcasting, like uh, you've been working on a comic? Uh, yeah, I've got. Uh, well, yes. I, Extinction <laughs> Level Event is the comic that I had self-published through um, Kickstarter. We've done two two issues. The second issue is about a third of the way done. Uh, a lot slower than I expected. But I guess when you have a team of two besides me writing it, it goes pretty pretty slow when everyone's got day jobs as well. Uh, we come along really good, though. I'm really proud of it. And uh, I'm starting up a, a webcomic that will be part of the, the Monkey Poo Studios uh, launch when that website launches uh, called Heroic Nonsense. So you're going to switch over the website again? Well, Monkey Poo or- is sort of the the, the big brand of, of everything, the, the, the father, the we want the umbrella, you know. Everything will be underneath there. So, like, everything I do is a Monkey Poo Studio. And then Seven Days a Geek, I guess you'd say it's like the flagship. It's been around the longest, but... That's just part of Monkey Poo. I sort of want to, uh, I'm not rebranding, but just making Monkey Poo more of a, a bigger thing. Like everything that I do will be under that banner. Right. So kind of like what we've done with United Geeks Network. Yeah. Have, have that overarching umbrella and then everything else kind of falls into that. Yeah, that, that's cool. I know uh, you've kind of had Monkey Poo Studios around for a while, but you're right. I mean, you're, you're probably predominantly known for the seven days of geek stuff at this time uh obviously yeah. i mean you you've been podcasting for quite a while seven days of geek isn't your first podcast but it's your most active one right now yes so seven days of geek uh i mean you went through and you kind of listed off names uh why don't you tell uh, our listeners what seven days of geek is all about 
it's a, I guess in short, it's a, if, if you want to use the word comedy, uh, comedy pop culture podcast, we talk a, a lot of movies, but I, I, I try to, I mean, I'm a big comic book, uh, nut, so I try to put some of that in there. Uh, we talk a little bit of video games. I don't play any new things, but TK1, he's a big video game guy, at least with the Nintendo Wii U. Um, and we try to squeeze some of that stuff in there, at least anything we can talk about, but that's the, the one thing that we probably, are short on it's more nostalgia on the stuff that we talk about in that area but movies tv uh, we deal with a lot and then you know we, we try to fit in a few stories about what's going on in our life too and there's a lot of like uh back and forth you know lovely brotherhood maybe you know we give each other a lot of shit so i w- one of the things that i've always kind of liked and i think one of the reasons why um i've always been following you guys and and having uh conversations every once in a while back and forth and stuff is because you guys have this podcast that in a general sense covers some of the same topics we do but Mm -hmm. obviously like most podcasts out there you've got your own spin on it you've got your own personalities behind it and you go i mean your i would say your focus is probably a little bit heavier on the movies and stuff would you say that's correct yeah, I would. I like, I don't want it to be a movie podcast, but I mean, that really is like where our, our bread and butter, our love is, is, uh, film and cinema. Right. And so from our end, it's, you know, we're covering some of the same. We, we talk a little bit of pop culture. We talk about movies, TVs, comics, games, video games, tabletop games, but we have that core focus that is tabletop. Right. Um, and, and we review tabletop games and that's kind of been our core of our show. Everything else kind of, uh, you know, protects that, if you will. It's, it's all around that. That's where our core comes from. And then everything else is just, we always, we always tell our audience, you know, you guys are pretty much sitting at the game table with us. Cause this is the shit that we're talking about when we're playing games together. This is the crap we're giving each other while we're playing games. You're in on that conversation. We're going to be talking about movies that we've seen. We're going to be talking about books that we've read. We're going to tell each other that we're idiots for something. Uh, and, and you're, so you're just sitting at the table with us while we're playing games. And right. that's one of the things I've kind of liked. It's, you know, we, in a broad sense, if somebody went really generalized, they could say, uh, well, our shows are about the same thing. But yeah, that's, well, there's a, a huge oversaturation in like the, the genre that we're both in. And I think at, at the end of the day, that's a bit difficult sometimes to bring in new listeners and, and I think that's what, what keeps our listeners is our personality. I mean, you kind of bring them in with the content, but you have to have some personality and, you know, and, and who you are and what you're going to do that, that really differentiates your show from, from someone else's. Uh, so uh, are you saying that our genre is oversaturated in people producing the genre? Cause I don't think yeah. it's, yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's in the listenership. <laughs> No, right, right. No, I, 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 I think just, we're pretty yeah. niche for, for listeners that are looking for our type of content. And, and yours actually is probably even a little more broader than ours. Cause you know, again, we have that core focus of the board game side of things, the tabletop side of things. So we niche down one step farther. We're, yeah. we're like, if you like tabletop games and want to know more about them or want to know about the X number of games that are going to be on Kickstarter and what we think about them. Listen, and oh, by the way, here's some geek culture stuff around it. <laughs> but I think that fits into exactly the type of people that play the games. I mean, you guys really know your stuff. You can tell you that you're passionate about it, and you give out some good information. And I think that niche for the tabletop board games also helps 
you know, bring in a, a listener that looks for that, but also it'll keep them because you're not just giving, you know, the geek news of the week or something. You're actually uh, able to keep a listener because of that interest topic. And I, I don't know how many other shows are out there that, that, you know, niche down to that level, but uh, I would think that, I mean, I've seen the way you, you've done your 30 days this month and the way your, your Patreon has grown and you've hit all your levels. And so you've got, you've got to have a great audience that's sticking around that's really loyal and helpful. So, I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm jealous, but I'm <laughs> jealous. Uh, I, I definitely appreciate our listenership. They, they are amazing. Uh, and, and it, it is awesome. It, it is kind of funny though. You mentioned that like, and again, it's because you're not as much in the tabletop space, which, uh, is fine. Again, that's, you guys are heavy movies. Uh, and, and, and other things. I keep saying that, but it's just, you know, you guys do have a, a nice knowledge of movies. Like I listen to you guys and go, holy crap. You know, <laughs> I, I, I could not stand toe to toe with you guys on movies. And I'm a big movie buff. My fiance may be able to stand toe to toe with you guys. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm sitting here with a collection of like almost 3,000 movies. Yeah. I've seen the <laughs> shelves, man. I am in awe of that. <laughs> and I listen to you guys and go, wow, I am <laughs> such a movie noob sometimes. That's a, that's a good compliment. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, you talk about how you're not sure about how, uh, niche down we are or how many other shows are niche down as we are. You would be kind of surprised to find out that in our niche, we're considered too generalized. Really? Because you you cover all of them and not a, like a specific genre in the tabletop board well, games? Well, it's more because we don't do only tabletop games. We do the other sides of geek culture. Okay. So we're too generalized because we don't just stick to talking about games only. So a lot of times, like when people are thinking of game reviewers and stuff, even though we do everything on the YouTube channel, we always review a game on every main show. And, and I talk to uh, a ton of people that are on Kickstarter doing tabletop games. When people think of game reviewers, a lot of times we get overlooked because we have all this other stuff around it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's, you know, but Jordan and I keep talking about it. We're like, we're not. We're not changing. This is this is our format. This is what our our listeners tell us they still want from us. And uh, again, it's you know we we tell people you're you're at the table with us. This is what this is what we do. Right, and I think that that makes sense because then you get that conversation. Like if you were at the table playing the, the board game, other than just playing a game, you know you're hearing the conversation, the topics that get brought up, and the and the sort of things that you guys enjoy and laugh at. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Let's say we're we're not considered niche down in our niche. We're considered too generalized. So seven days a geek. All right. So let's go. Um, some of our listeners, at least from back in the day, uh, may be aware of podcasting 101. And those that were, I think at that time, I, I know some people had stuck with it. Uh, but for new listeners that we've had since we've been on there. And, uh, if you haven't checked out, by the way, the allusgeeks.com website, uh, everybody. Uh, we have an other appearances section on the website. And if you go in there, you can actually click over to our interview with Jason for podcasting 101. We keep that on the site if, for anybody that's interested. So you can kind of hear what Jordan and I have to say about starting out and some of the tips and stuff that we gave when we talked to Jason a, a year and a half ago. What, uh, what Jeff is saying, ladies and gentlemen, is go over there and listen to the episode. <laughs> Definitely. It's no option. No option. All right. Yeah. I'm taking the option away. 
Yeah. You have to do it. We'll wait. Homework. <laughs> but let us know when you're back. Cause, you know, we got things to do later tonight, but we're well, waiting. Not enough of Jeff this month. <laughs> Go on over and listen to the 101 with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, for those people that haven't listened to one yet, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you are doing with 101? Uh, 101 is basically, uh, the podcast that I wanted to start for beginners. Uh, we sit down with a podcast, anyone who's, who started out recently or someone who's, who's had some experience and, and we sort of just get around the, to the, their beginnings, like how they started out, what were their, what was their inspiration, some of the equipment that they use, um, you know, how they use social media to promote their show. We, maybe we'll talk branding sometimes, but, uh, you know, we don't get too, too deep into technical, but I, I, it, it ends up being like an all around, uh, good interview for, for anyone who's interested in one podcasting and two, uh, it, it's worked out well as a, a show for people to find other podcasts to listen to. Like that wasn't a, a thing that I thought it would turn into, but a lot of people have found new podcasts to listen to because of that show. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I thought that was a great side benefit to the, uh, the podcasting 101. Uh, you know, you were giving tips and, and tricks and stuff and, mm-hmm. And everybody was coming on and kind of sharing their experiences and giving uh, beginners and even uh, old school podcasters as well. Every once in a while, you still learn a new trick. Right. Uh, but that side benefit of getting to know the personalities behind the podcast uh, and then going, huh, I need to go check out that podcast. I thought that was a really cool side benefit to Podcasting 101 for sure. I think it helped for the long form interview as well because you can really get like an idea of, of the personalities of the podcast, not just what their show is, but who they are as well. Like we don't just get right into the questions. Usually we, we sort of talk about their show and, you know, you know, we have a little, probably about a 10 or 15 minute conversation before we get into what do you do this? How do you do this? And even that's, you know, it's a real laid back sort of conversation. And that's the, the way that I want it to be, I'm glad that it's worked out for everyone. Yeah, and I I really enjoy those as well. And it's it's the same kind of style that I've kind of used with um our the game of crowdfunding interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh because and and I've gotten a lot of praise not only from listeners but from the people that come on because it is not the same old um okay jason my next question is you know kind of just reading off a form because i don't i never come i never come to the mic with with questions people know some of the ones that i normally like to ask but that's just kind of um my curiosity right on it but we always have a conversation and my goal has always kind of been um get to know the people behind these projects yeah there's a game on kickstarter somebody made it why did they make it? What was their passion behind making it? Why did they decide they needed to be a company in the gaming space? You know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I always just have a conversation with people and even people that are making the circuit, you know, that you're hearing them five, six times because they do have a game on Kickstarter and they're trying to get the word out. Right. Uh, I think we always kind of get the opportunity to bring out something a little bit different with them because of that. So Podcasting 101 was kind of that for me as well. Listening to it, it was less for me anyway, because I have been podcasting for a while now, mm-hmm. but you, you still learn something every once in a while. Like I said, even, even old dogs can learn new tricks, people. <laughs> I think the, the social media thing is what usually, um, people are learning the most on because, you know, it is a bit tricky sometimes to, to branch out and actually, you know, one, find new people to communicate with and how to use it properly and, you know, try to turn them into listeners. And 
you know, I've had uh, quite a few different social media, you know, professionals on. Uh, some of them do podcasts. Some of them just work with like Twitter or Pinterest even. So, you know, some of those have been big. And I've also had Rob from Libsyn on several times. And, you know, he likes to talk numbers and break things down. And people love it when he's on the show. Yeah, he's he's a great guest that people like hearing wherever he goes. Uh, so, you know, for again, for me, it was like I loved hearing some of these personalities behind everything. Um, and like you said, as as it's kind of grown uh, and and continued on, I mean, you've gotten some really great guests to come on. Uh, and, and so it's, it's, a, and it's a great combination, right? It's, it's not, um, all the big guys and all the little guys. It's, it's a, it's a good mix across the board of different yeah. types of podcasts, different, uh, experience levels and, and different, uh, for lack of a better word at the moment, popularity levels. And so you've, you've given this nice mix for everybody to kind of tune in hear about and get some tips off of and maybe find a new favorite podcast along. Yeah. I think it helps that it's not as daunting too when you, you hear different people of different professional levels in podcasting as well as like I, I always intended to always interview people from different genres of podcasting because that might be a way that you're, you know, you might be interested in a specific type of podcast. And if you're thinking of starting a show, those people you'll probably tend to listen to more and learn from. All right, so uh, uh, give me a rundown on some of your newer podcasts here, then, because I don't think I've heard any of them yet. Uh, the Better Call Saul podcast is, you know, if, if you if you are friends with or friends uh, a, a fan of Breaking Bad, uh, Saul was a character that was brought in in season two, and he made it all the way through the ending. Uh, they gave him his own show, and I was just a huge fan of Breaking Bad, and I knew it would be like a show. Like I'd look for a fan cast, and I thought, you know what, I could probably squeeze in an hour somewhere. It was just one of those things where I'm like, God damn it, I know, like I don't know enough people to have like the water cooler conversation at work, and it was something that I knew that I'd want to talk about. So I I had grabbed a co-host from the Gotham Knights podcast, Nickel, who does the uh, Graphic Novice podcast as well. Uh, I we one night after the mics were off on Gotham Knights, we started talking about Breaking Bad for some reason, and. Uh, by the time we were done, I was like, there's a perfect co-host. He just loves the show like I do, which is sort of a, like, there isn't really too much fighting on the show or no, I agree with this or I think of this because we both just love it so much. So it's, it's really just like a, a love fest for Better Call Saul. But we break down the episode and we kind of, uh, you know, I'd like to think that I have a little bit of an eye for, you know, direction and some of the acting and maybe some of the things that are meant or, or, you know, Easter eggs, things that are maybe not caught to the casual viewer. So we try to point those out or, or anything that's related to Breaking Bad. Uh, so, I mean, we spend, the episode ends up being almost as long as the, you know, the TV show itself. Uh, we, we read around an hour. Uh, and I just love talking about the show. And so far it's, it's been a, a huge hit. People are just client. And it's not like the listeners of seven days a geek or pod one one. I think very few of those people had come over, but, uh, like right out the gate. And I, it's probably helped. It's just a, a, a fantastic TV show, but it's nice to, to build a different type of audience as well. And then, you know, I can geek out with them about the show as well. So, uh, I, I, I'm going to miss actually, there's two more weeks of it. And then I think it's on hiatus until like next February or whenever, when it comes back and it's going to really suck. Well, at least it's coming back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. Have you watched it? No, because we haven't watched breaking bad yet. <laughs> oh my God. You got to watch it. It's um, a, I binge watched it. It was one of those shows. Like I had no interest in it. And, um, it was uh fifth season was gearing up to go and it was on Netflix and I knew a lot of people started watching it that way. So I said to my wife, well, let's check this show out. 
And then within like the pilot episode I was in, I think my wife took a few more before she was like, yeah, we're just going to rip through this. And we ended up uh, catching up just on time for the season finale, I think. So we didn't have to wait for anything. Like we were done a day or two before the finale. And even that was like, I can't wait. You know, we we, we actually have it. We own it. And we we started (laughs) to watch it. um, And then just life life got in the way. Uh, but that is actually the show my fiance, um, has said, Hey, I got an idea for a podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> really? Dude, yeah. I love her on the show, by the way. Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, most people do. It's, uh, the overall overarching plan is to someday get her and Sarah, Jordan's wife to take over. And then Jordan and I can just take off because to this day, even the episode where we let them take over the geeking out topic, uh-huh. um, people, and that was like, that that was yeah, probably about a year and a half ago as well. Now, uh, it's still considered everybody's favorite episode. So we Jordan and I don't know how to take that, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever works, and we're gonna hand the reins over someday. Um, but yeah, she she wants to do a uh, power watching binge watching podcast uh, at some point. Now we've been talking about this forever, and things keep getting in the way. She took a new job and. And we moved and all kinds of stuff and, and we've had a couple of deaths in the family, all that good stuff. So a, a lot of things have kind of gotten in the way, but we, we had started it last summer. We were getting ready to start it and then everything kind of crapped out on us. But oh. the show she wants to start with is Breaking Bad. Awesome. So eventually, hopefully, not only will we watch it, but we are going to do the uh, Power Watch podcast and get that out there. So, um, okay. You got, and then Gotham Knights, you said you, uh, are part of as well. And, I do that with uh, Ryan from Green Up Podcast, uh, Neil from Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks, and Nicole from Graphic Novice. Uh, so I take it that you're enjoying Gotham, or is that all things Gotham, or all no, things Batman-ish? We shouldn't be uh, a Gotham fan cast, because <laughs> most episodes, at least all all or none, uh, most like three out of the four don't like it, for the most part. I mean, there's, there's, there's parts of the show we like, and there's a, a lot of parts that just really piss us off. So, like, we've really? actually gotten some negative reviews for being a Gotham fan cast, but at this point, it's become like a reason for the four of us to, to get together at a podcast. So we, we still talk Gotham, even though Ryan is pretty much against just call it, we'll keep the name, but we won't even talk about the show anymore. I think it has gotten better, but, uh, yeah, it shouldn't be a fan cast. That's for sure. I love that show. Do you? Yeah, I, I, and it's actually the one I thought I was going to go in hating, and it actually it actually turned me around. Out of all of us, I'm the one that probably has the most positivity toward it, but even some of it's pissed me off. But, I mean, I, I get what they're doing, and it's not like a, a tried-and-true Batman show, and I think I, I have a hard time taking some of my knowledge and my love of that world um, out of it and just enjoying it as a TV show. Um, and, and if I did that, I know that I would enjoy it more. I've attempted one fan cast and uh, it didn't get renewed. So I don't know if that is a direct correlation to us attempting or. That was my fear too. Like <laughs> with Saul, but I, I felt I had a pretty good shot because Breaking Bad was so great. What was your fan cast? Uh, we did the almost human. It was almost podcast. That was the first one. Other Mike did the first podcast that our, our mutual friend. And oh, listener, other Mike. Other yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from the Royal Monster Battalion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost podcast was the first podcast, uh, that he was involved in and we did it together and Jordan joined us. And so it was the three of us. It was myself, Jordan and Mike, uh, to 
kind of talk about Almost Human, and then it didn't get renewed. So. That's too bad, because I watched uh, a couple of episodes of that, and I really enjoyed it. It was one of those shows that I'll like, catch it once it hits Netflix, but man, I and it had a, a great little cult following, but you know, Fox just doesn't like to keep anything around. Yeah, we, we, and the sad thing is, I'm still sitting on, t- on, uh, sitting on the last two episodes because, uh, we had pre-recorded everything and we, at the time, we still didn't know it wasn't, uh, coming back. So the last two episodes are probably our best episodes. I think you know, Mike finally got comfortable on the mic and, uh, and we just kind of hit our stride. We just got really silly and, and it w- they were two really great episodes. So I've just been, I was in mourning for a while. And then I'm just like, it's going to be so bittersweet when I finally uh, edit them and release them. Cause we were just really kind of, I was really excited for the next season and, and everybody kind of hitting their stride. And then we just didn't get the next season, but I've already had a couple of listeners go, um, I know the show got canceled, but can you just at least put out those last two episodes? I want to hear them still. <laughs> so, That's good. Yeah. All right, so the big question at hand, Jason. Mm-hmm. Are oh, man, we, starting to shake now. <laughs> are we gluttons for punishment? Uh, you and I for doing so much? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think to a certain point, like, uh, like I don't feel punished, but I definitely, uh, I take on way too much that I can handle. I think that's probably the, the reason one-on-one is faltered for a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's something I love doing so much, and uh, I, I feel like it's something that is definitely something I can manage, although I don't have a say in the five kids and what they have planned for me as well. <laughs> yeah. So, let, let's not forget that. We, we didn't cut, we kind of brushed over that at best. Jason's also got five kids. Yes. <laughs> and are you still working two jobs? I'm still working two jobs. Yep. All right. So two jobs, five kids, four podcasts that he's, uh, on right now. Uh, you know, a comic book. Trying to do some uh, radio plays and other things as well. So again, are we gluttons for punishment, Jason? <laughs> I, I would again. I I say yes, but <laughs> you know, it's the same time. It's what keeps me sane. Like working two jobs, I work seven days a week, and uh, sometimes I'm working both jobs, so 16, 17 hours in a day. You know, not so much anymore because I I really think I was losing my mind. Although after almost five years of this, I might just be losing my mind regardless. <laughs> Uh, but it, it really is like the, the one thing that being creative, like I've always been a creative person that just never knew how to put anything out there. And I guess with the advent of the internet and how you can do just about anything and it, the fact that you can have a, 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 a small audience, you know, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, I, I don't have Kevin Smith's audience or anything like that, but <laughs> I have enough people that are interested in some of the things that I do that it's nice to get that, uh, almost instant feedback on things, which kind of keeps you going, you know, keeps your, keeps your head up and, and I, I love doing it. So as long as there's a few people listening or, or reading the books or something like that, it keeps me uh, level-headed and, and sane. I just have to figure out. Uh, I've learned to 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 work and and not announce projects right away until I'm a little further along than just like, hey, I'm going to do this. Uh, look for this soon. And then, you know, I, I, it takes me five months to actually complete something. So uh, but I, I completely love it. And I can tell that you do as well. Yeah, and I think that's one of the areas where you and I are definitely kind of the same on. I get really excited about things that I think are coming up, and um, it might not even be on our end, and and something else will fall through, and it's just like, well, crap! Now I got to go tell people that's not happening. Yeah, uh, and, and but at the time, and when I've talked about it, and when I've kind of formulated the initial plan, I'm like so excited about it. I want to share it with anybody, and also I kind of come from that. 
you know, I, I, I talk to Kickstarter project owners. I've done some Kickstarter consulting and stuff like that. And in that realm, the sooner you let people know about something, the better. I mean, right. You, yeah. Especially with that. Cause there's a time frame on it. Right. So it's like, I, I'm always like, Oh, I got something really cool and exciting to share with you guys. And then like, Two months later, it's like, uh, fell through because this person went away or something happens. You know, we, we've tried to get like, uh, somebody to come on and talk about cosplay forever. We've had like two people lined up and they've just bailed at the last minute. And really? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, that's like our white whale. Like we've some, had a few cosplay people on. Uh, I, 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 I mean, a lot of them are w- more than willing to discuss that world. I'm surprised you've had difficulty with it. Oh, it's been ridiculous. Well, what we've been trying to do is, cause one of the things we do is, um, we, we offer up quarterly segments to geek related topics that we're not necessarily, um, geeking out about. So like we have a, a, a couple that does a Lego segment for us cause they're Lego collectors and builders. Okay. So that's not a world we're, familiar with but we know it's a big kind of geek culture thing so Mm -hmm. they do a quarterly segment for us uh we have a friend that's like huge in the anime and he's actually local so he he drives in for his quarterly segment and sits in the mics with us and talks about anime and gives recommendations and stuff like he talks about anime culture in general and he's just Mm -hmm. really really smart about that stuff i mean that's that's his world and we just all kind of sit here and go, yeah, it's, that's all you, man. Keep going. <laughs> Cause we don't, we don't have a ton to contribute. Uh, so we wanted to do the same thing with cosplay because cosplay is obviously a huge thing in geek culture. And, but it's not anything that Jordan and I can speak to. So we've wanted to have somebody have a quarterly segment for it and we just cannot get that arranged. Huh. That's, that's, that amazes me. You got to go on like a Facebook uh, fan page or something and just like start asking people. Yeah, we I I'd love to do it and I'd love to figure something out because it's it's been it's been at least a year, if not more, that we've been kind of offering that up. <laughs> and nope, and like I said, we've had it supposedly arranged twice, but uh, yeah, it just never never happened. Well, that's a bummer. Hey, to go back to, uh, you know, talking about projects and being excited, like, do you think like announcing them or, or like two things? I, I think that, uh, in a way, podcasts is a bit therapeutic. You know, you can talk about things and sort of get it out off of your chest as well as like sometimes you keep things bottled up. Like you're, you're thinking of an idea and you're never going to get to it. But I found that talking about it and announcing it or, or building like a, you know, a, a fan base for lack of a better term, you know, people who are interested and they'll, they'll come back and talk to you. Hey, how are you doing? Like I, I found that I can get a lot more done, even though I'm spinning so many plates when there's interest in it, when people are actually, you know, sort of backing you. Do you find that the, you feel the same way? Yeah, I think, I think that's definitely, I mean, I've, I think we both kind of said it off and on, but interaction for a, a podcaster is like sustenance. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> and, and it, you know, there have been a couple times along the way where things have gotten really, really just, just stressful and down and out hectic. And a cut, there's been a couple times, and, and we've shared this on the show too, that, you know, every once in a while, Jordan and I will just, you know, that whole being looked over as reviewers and some other things and, uh, just enough little things kind of pile on top where we've just kind of had a couple times where we just went, why do we still do this? Why, if, if, you know, what, are we talking to ourselves, you know, kind of thing, which uh-huh. in, in some instances we'd be fine with, but, 
Uh, but then you just get like that one email, right? It's just, just like when you're right at that, uh, yeah. that, that edge and somebody will go, Oh my God, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't make it through my work week. Or, oh my God, that game you recommended, uh, was awesome. I had to go out and back it right away, you know, or, you know, I loved your review of this. Have, have these people reached out to you because I want your opinion on it, you know, all of those little things. And it just, that's all it really takes. It's just like, like one email here or there. Hey, you got me through a long, uh, a long commute. Uh, I, I listened to your back catalog while I had an eight hour road trip, you know, that is like one of the greatest compliments when, cause I mean, you know, you'll pick up podcasters or listeners all the time, whether they stick around for the long run or not. A lot of times they'll listen and they'll still start from there and they'll sort of get to know you. But when they're, when they love what you're doing so much, they're like, I'm going to go back and listen to all 114 episodes of your show. And like you and I have both done 30 days of podcast and you've done 31. So there's a lot more than just 114 episodes, you know, right. and it just, it boggles my mind that someone wants to spend that much time with, you know, an idiot like me, it, but it's amazing. Yeah. And it, and it just, it is, it's the fuel that keeps you going. So mm-hmm. yes, if, if I present something and we get crickets, then it might kind of take a back burner. But if I present something and we get a flurry of, stuff on Twitter or on our Facebook page or emails and, and people kind of get around that idea, then yeah, that it's like, suddenly it's like, okay, well we should make this happen. And, and and it's the fuel to kind of get it going. Uh, A good example of that for me is we started doing the, uh, the game crafter official podcast. I co-host and produce that one under the uh, United Geeks network now. Okay. And it has an, uh, an in-house community, basically. They have their own chat system on their website and everything, and, and the community is very active. So what I get over there is pretty much instantaneous feedback on every episode. Awesome. Which blows my mind, right? Because you don't necessarily get that in any other podcasting, uh, thing that I do, or, you know, you know, you and I might get some stuff on Twitter. A day mm-hmm. or two later or something, you know, but this is like the second I upload an episode. If I go into that chat, somebody will say something about it. <laughs> uh, we've asked for feedback on all us geeks and sometimes get cricket. Sometimes we get the feedback. We've asked for show topics over on the Game Crafter official podcast and we went from uh, JT going, I, w- I don't think I have enough to talk about. Let's only do this bi-weekly to we've moved it to a weekly podcast because of the topics and everything else that we're getting from listeners. That's cool. So it's, it's, it definitely fuels me. So it's one of those things like I continue to produce it because I love one. I love that community. It's an awesome community, but it's also an, a very interactive and on just right there for you community as you're going along. So it really has energized me to kind of make sure we get that weekly content out to those guys. That's like the, the same with, we've started doing live shows. Um, and it, it's really invigorated, uh, Grant for one, cause he was sort of, uh, he'd come over, you know, every once in a while when he had, he was getting back into it. He's back in the mindset of, you know, loving podcasts, wanting to come out and, and whatnot. But man, we did the first live show for our hundredth episode. And it was just like, it just blew, like, he was like, oh, I need to do this, you know? And that's a, the, the feedback was like, you know, we do it on a, a live internet radio station, Radio Fubar, and they have a chat room. So you can just see people in the, in the, uh, chat room talking about the things you're talking about. They're responding. 
And a lot of our listeners will give us shit like we give each other shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're seeing that. And then they start communicating with each other. And it's just uh, all around. It's a really awesome thing. Uh, and you're right. Like, uh, sometimes it's like you'll put on an episode and, and you're like, okay. And you got like your core. And you got the people like the people who support you on Patreon. You know, they're always like nipping at the bud. They want the episode right away. And I've seen you give the episode 48 hours early. And they're usually going to listen to it, you know, right away before you even launch it, you know, for the rest of the world. They just... It's great to have those listeners, those people that are, are, uh, you know, really kind of rabid fans for, you know, your little independent thing that you're putting out and it keeps you going. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, to kind of circle back to your question. Yeah. If, if I put out something that I may not be as interested in or may not think I have the time for, but it, yeah, if somebody latches onto it or enough people latch onto it, then it'll get time from me. I've noticed, uh, you don't get too much uh, beef, do you, for taking up a lot of time? Uh, what are you talking about? You talking about from like when your fiance was on? Like she kind of, you know, knows that you you do a lot of work, and I like how she said, uh, you know, I've come to understand not only is it when you're going to record, but I have to, you know, put in for edit time too. So she kind of gets it all. Yeah, she she does, and and that's that's kind of a cool thing because I have two sounding boards. It's Jordan, of course, because he's kind of my co-host, mm-hmm. um, and He's taking, he's taking a lot more active role in not only All Us Geeks, but the United Geeks Network umbrella, which, um, I never kind of expected at first because United Geeks Network was always mine. Uh-huh. Um, I, I kind of had that going, uh, a long time ago and, and had its own thing kind of happening. But now it's kind of the point where it's, where I bounce everything pretty much off of Jordan and get his opinion on things, uh, including the network as a whole. And then Megan is my sounding board as well. And you're right. I mean, it, her, she, she's like, I've learned. She's like, okay, um, I think you've got recording time. Can you edit? Can you produce this? <laughs> do you have the time to do that? Cause I know how long that takes. And so, yeah. And that was the, that was our big conversation around me, uh, co-hosting the GameCrafter official podcast. It was like, okay. I know, I know you like JT. I know JT, you say JT's a good guy and you belong to that community. I know you can record it. Can you edit it? <laughs> like, oh, good, good question. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can. How much, how much editing do, do you do now? Like there's some, some post production work I do, you know, where I'll put in the song and I'll, <coughs> excuse me, I'll usually go through it and, you know, I'll still do like minor things, but I mean, you've been podcasting for a while. So I'm sure you do some self editing. Or like, like I've gotten good enough to like where I see a mess up where I think there's a, a bit maybe I'll pull, I'll write down a time or something like that. But I really, yesterday actually I spent almost two hours editing, which is the first time I've spent that much time in a long time. Um, but I've gotten pretty quick at, uh, remembering the areas that need a fixing and kind of just going through it. I imagine you're not spending as much time as you used to. Um, I don't know if that's 100% true, really. I mean, I, I think just from a generalized standpoint, Mm-hmm. As you kind of go along, you, right, when, when you first start out, you try to take out every single thing. Right. Uh, I don't do that as much anymore, but I do still heavily edit. I do still, I, I'm very conscious about what I'm putting out to my, to the audience. Uh, and I, I don't want to waste their time if I, if I can avoid it. Right. So I do go through pretty heavily and edit for the most part. Um, and if I don't, I usually say like, there's a good chance this episode will not get edited at all because it's in order for me to put it out tonight. Uh, I want to make sure 
Uh, it get, it gets out still as part of the the thirty one going days. raw, baby. Yeah, this this one this will probably be the second or third uh episode that I put out with no editing. <laughs> Are you a bit of a perfectionist? I I can be. I I got to tell you the the very first time that uh I was going to guest somewhere, mm-hmm. it kind of freaked me out because I wasn't going to be in charge of editing. Oh, okay, <laughs> and I've let that go. <laughs> But it, and it, 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 I am very much, it's like, I want things to be a certain way. I want to make sure we're putting out quality audio. I want it, you know, just all these little things. So I, I do a fair amount of editing still, for sure. I, I am not a, uh, quick, quick edit guy by any means. So, uh, and, you know, and our main episodes are anywhere from, you know, two plus hours usually. So. Yeah, that, that that will add on to your edit time for sure. Right. And and the other thing I always, you know, everybody always tells you, well, you know, you'll get used to it. You'll get used to, um, like you said, self-editing and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you're the person doing the editing, you may get a little more used to that. But I always kind of go, yeah, but Jordan doesn't. <laughs> so he just comes here, talks, and leaves, and I deal with, the editing uh, idiosyncrasies for his voice. Okay. You know, and I'm used to the, the, the stuff for my voice, but you know, he's, he's not really doing all the editing stuff. So he still does everything he's done, you know, three years ago. <laughs> like uh, any of his verbal faux pas or anything like that. Is that what you mean? Right. I think listening, like editing, you know, helps because you're in it. But I think the biggest part of it is you're listening to your own crutches so you sort of fix yourself as you go. Like everyone, I mean, I listen to podcasters who talk all things podcasting and they're like, you know, you got to speak clear, no ums or ahs. And, you know, I'll listen to them talk and they're doing the same thing. It's like everyone talks like that. Now, you don't want to do it every two and a half seconds, but you're going to have a little bit of those. Like do you like Grant, Grant will be one of those people that will actually go through and he'll try to take the ums and ahs out and you're going to spend nine hours doing that. Do you do that? I take out quite a few, yes. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll look for gaps and I'll look for any of the ones that are, where you can see like, um. Yeah, the ones that are <laughs> off by themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do as many that are maybe in, in mid-sentence or anything of that. Uh, okay. I mean, cause I can, but mm-hmm. if, if you do that, you're kind of doing surgery at that point. Yes. Cause and that's what I got away from. Right. So there, there are a couple things I will do. I will try to, if they're at the beginning of a sentence or end of a sentence, I'll grab them. Uh, or if they're by themselves. And if it still clips a little bit, there's a couple of tricks that I've done that if, if they'll fix them and fix them quick, I will do it. If it still sounds like a clip to me, then I'll just put it back. Right. If you can hear like that, that jarring. Yeah. Which, just, just yeah. like it's, yeah, that just that clip. Like, yep. yep you you'll know. hear the sound drop or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or you'll get that hard. Hard just hit of the word starting. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I found if you just fade in the beginning of it, that, that kills that. Uh, but it, so every once in a while, even that won't fix it. And that's where I go, okay, I'm just going to put it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're pissed. Yeah. I just spent all that time and now I'm like, control C, control C, control C. Okay. There we go. It's back. Let me, <laughs> let's, let's keep going. But yeah, I do take out quite a bit. And I'm also one of those guys. I don't, I edit at, I edit real time. I don't like speed up. Okay. So if, 
if we record for two and a half hours, I'm listening to two and a half hours of audio real time, which is actually more like me listening to five hours of audio because stop, start, edit, yeah. go back. So yeah, I, I do a lot of editing still. The rule of thumb is four minutes for every one minute in post production. Right. You know, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of work there. And that's one of the things that I try to stress to, to podcasters who are starting out because it's real easy to get gung ho and be like, we're going to hit the record button and go. You know, uh, I, I do stress that that's one of the things you should do when you're, especially when you're starting out is do some self editing, you know, go through there with a fine tooth comb and, and sort of, for one, you really catch your verbal crutches and you can learn to be a better podcaster. Yeah. And actually, I think that's one of the, the tips I shared when we were on with you as well was that, uh, you know, a lot of people say record a couple, uh, samples or record uh-huh. a couple of yeah. episodes. And I, I always say, you know, take it, keep going, edit. Cause if you can get through the editing process, then you're a podcaster. Yes. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's easy to record and release, but you, you, you want to put out a, a, a well-produced show as well. And that's where the, the editing is. And that's where a lot of people like there's the, the famous seven episodes and done. Like there's a lot of podcasters who don't make it, you know, even 10. And a lot of it is because they start realizing the work that goes into it. Yeah. Cause I mean, let, let's be honest. If, if I could do it and you could do it and we could both afford all of these services that are popping up, mm-hmm. I would gladly hand over my audio and just continue to produce content while somebody else edits it. Oh my God. I could do eight podcasts. <laughs> I know, <a> <laughs> right? We, we could start that, that podcast we talked about on Twitter today. <laughs> uh huh. I think I'm, I'm to the point right now though where, you know, I, I, I don't think anyone wants to hear anything else from me. So <laughs> we'll see what happens down the road. Some of the stuff will be written by me and, and voice acted or whatnot, but I don't know if I'm going to manage like five or six podcasts where it's fun to go co-host though. I, I could yeah. still manage to do that, but to be fully produced and whatever, you know, it was like a, a day job, you know, if it was something that I was doing for a living and, and, you know, producing multiple shows as, a, you know, a, a form of income or something, of course I could, I could one manage that and two, just do it because it was, you know, my job. Right. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Like I said, the only, uh, production slash editing that I will take on right now is when Megan wants to try the Power Watch podcast again. Other than that, I, I will record with people, but I will not take on production and editing again, uh, at this time because I'm already doing, uh, some people call it four. You can almost call it five now. But it's, you know, the, our main episodes, uh, and we have the game of crowdfunding interviews and those, a lot of people kind of consider, we call it a standalone segment, but every, a lot of people consider it its own podcast. Right. And then we have the draft picks, which are coming back now. And that I used to have, that used to have my voice on it. Now I've got, um, two people doing that one, right? Yeah. My, my co-host that I was recording with, we picked up, uh, 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 one of our listeners, Jacob, who's in Germany, is taking over my spot in that. But I, I'm going to do the production and edit. In fact, I've got, I'm going to release that right before I release this tonight because I, I'm just about done editing that one. Okay. And then the Game Crafter official podcast. So, uh, I, I'm right there with you. It's just like, there's no way I, I, I'll record and I guest every once in a while if somebody asks me on, but there's just no way in hell I'm, I'm going to edit and produce anything <laughs> right now. Well, you know, you know where your limit is. Yeah. And I, I'm there. <laughs> I, I am so close to the edge right now. <laughs> uh, especially kind of still throwing in third, like JT likes to remind me, uh, I did this to myself. So, 
the, the 31 days of podcasting. It's such a rush, though. But, man, I'll tell you what. It's exhausting. Uh, it totally is. And, it's, yeah. uh, and th- this this month or this year was a lot different than the first year we did it, uh, which was great. Because the first year, I think I maybe had one or two people on the entire month. Otherwise, it was just me solo. Okay. Like the whole month, it was just me solo. Uh, so this year we kind of really flipped that where I can maybe on two hands count the number of days it was just me and the rest of it was filled with, with people that we've known and or gotten to know because of the podcast and stuff. So that was awesome. When I did the 30 days, my goal was always to do about 20, 30 minutes. I can never do that though. Like, so, so every day I'm releasing 45 to an hour and something minutes. And a lot of that's my, my fault and probably just because I talk a lot. And if I've got, you know, Grant with me, the two of us could probably make any conversation last three hours. But when you're doing it every day, it's like, uh, I got a little smarter the second year. Where I was like, okay, we're going to cut here and we'll have this conversation tomorrow, which maybe we would just record it then. Like I wasn't, uh, you know, with the five kids and the two jobs, I was smart enough to know that I better start banking some episodes because every day wasn't going to happen. I could release every day, you know, but I, I had to stay ahead of myself. But, uh, at least the first year, the second year was, was pretty much, I bet you we did over half, um, daily, which, which, which is, it's a lot of context. I mean, do you think about it? You try to do a podcast and some weeks you're like, okay, what are we going to talk about? How am I building the show? Does this look like a good show that people are going to want to listen to? And then all of a sudden you turn that into, 31 damn shows uh you start scratching your head thinking are you are you damn crazy but uh it's a passion i think that 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 really drives it through well and and for us too or for me i should say uh it's i don't i don't have i don't really have the i'm not gonna i'm gonna say crutch but that's not what i mean uh but i don't have the crutch of well on a main episode we know we're gonna review a game you know, we know we're going to, you know what I mean? It's, it's for the 31 days. I'm not going to, that's are off. Yeah. I'm not going to review a game during the 31 mm-hmm. ga- days of podcasting. Uh, that's still going to happen on the main show. That's, and that's still going to happen in our videos. So it's, and that is a big part of what we are. And that's another reason why I always say, uh, bless, bless all of those people that find us during the 31 days of podcasting and stay yeah. around. <laughs> Because yeah. those are special people. I love well, those yeah, people. And a lot of times it's not really your true format too. So for them to stick around and then check out your true format show, you know, they're really getting two different things. And then if they're sticking around after that, then they're, they're fantastic listeners. I know. It's, I always have a very special place for people that joined us during the uh, pledge drive stuff because <laughs> it's, it's a weird time to kind of jump on board. And, and, you know, bless all the listeners you do have because it's, it's, it's amazing you don't lose listeners. <laughs> hey now. Well, no, not just that, you. I mean, that, in general, that was, like, that was mean, man. I'll, I'll look at the download sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe people are listening to this every day, which is, you know, why you do it. And it's amazing that you've, you know, you've built that loyal audience, but you know, you'll, you might fall down a little bit and you'll have people like, Hey, you know, I've missed two episodes. I'm catching up. And it's like, really? You know, it's just, uh, very, very humbling and rewarding to do. Uh, and, and to have everyone listen, it's, it's just, uh, I'm always grateful for it. Yeah. So am I. And, and again, that's one of the reasons why we do it. And it's, it's a big reason why, you know, we do the pledge drive and we kept the pledge drive because our listeners told us not to get rid of it just because we had a Patreon page. Okay. So we decided not to. And that's why we kind of married 
our Patreon page to how much we were going to give to charity during the pledge drive. Okay. So the the more we make on pre- the Patreon page, the bigger the percentage that we would do to charity in March. So that's I I I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really cool of the listeners and of course we want to do what we can for the listeners and and take that feedback. So you know, obviously our Patreon page is doing very well. We're we're is, extremely man. pleased with that. And Congrats. thank you. <laughs> and because of those people, then we also have a larger split to charity for the people that said, you know what, I prefer to uh, give you all my donation at once in March. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was cool that we could find a way to combine the two and and make it feasible for however the listener wants to support us if they if they can. So it, that was awesome. It's been a, I guess, a rousing success, right? Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. This, um, we, uh, we're just shy of, I think we're at like $279 for charity right now, which okay. is awesome. Uh, we gave a little more, I would say the first year, but of course we still got a day or two left or a day left after today. Um, and I am talking to some people that may, you know, I've kind of hinted, hey, you know, if you pay now, because I'm talking to a couple people about rush reviews. So if they pay our rush review fee, then it'll go to the charity bank. And then you'll have 17 more days of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, those are, um, you know, we, we've kind of, this, we, we decided a long time ago, Jordan and I, that, uh, there's a lot of people that if they review games, um, they ask for payment. Uh-huh. Which is fine. I have friends that do it. They're worth every penny. But Jordan and I decided it as, uh, for all us geeks, we didn't want to do that. Okay. But what we did want to do is try to make people think of us in advance. So with us doing so many Kickstarter reviews, what happens is, Hey, Jeff, my game is on Kickstarter right now. It's got like two weeks left. Review my game. Well, no. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's kind of hard to do since I don't even have your game in my hands yet and you're ending in two, three weeks. So what we do is if we don't get a game two months in advance, uh-huh. we charge a rush review fee. Okay. To rearrange our schedules to fit it in our schedule. Okay. So that, that that's fair. Yeah. And, and in all honesty, we put it in place thinking nobody would want to pay it. So they would just start thinking of us earlier. Okay. And we've actually had a lot of people take us up on it. So I'm talking to a couple people right now that are potentially going to give us rush review fees. And I keep trying to hint, hey, you know, if you get it in March, uh, most of it will go to charity. So this is a good time to do it. Uh, so we'll see if those come through by tomorrow. Well, so, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, the only reason I think, though, we, we made uh, more money for charity the first year we did it was because we did a big uh, auction on uh, board game geek so we auctioned off a lot of games and that we had here uh and stuff off of our personal shelves and stuff oh, and, okay. and so that's a huge community and they do auctions all the time and so we got a lot of money because of that okay but the overall process kind of soured me a bit to it uh the, like uh, like uh, two days after it ended, they were talking about suspending my account because I hadn't paid them yet. I'm like, I'm still collecting money. Jeez. And, uh, and then of course my living room looked like a big fulfillment center as we were trying <laughs> to like ship out boxes and boxes of games. And 
And so this year we decided not to do that. Instead, we decided to kind of pile games into a contest for starting next month. Uh, for the as, the more money we raise for charity, the more games we would add to the prize package. So right, yep. So comparatively, you know, if you take out the auction side of things, I think we've made more money just from straight donations than we did say last time for giving, you know, having people buy games off of us. Right. Even if you like you technically you could take the one twenty five year at now, right? Times that by twelve for the year. Yeah, well see I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh just because you can't necessarily in fact we were right. at we were at hundred and thirty and now it's dropped down to hundred and twenty five. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh people can leave at any time. But what we did do is I was optimistic enough to say at least we're fully funded through Patreon, so you know we'll, uh, you know we'll do the split there. But what I am gonna do is when the payment hits in in April, so uh-huh. April first, uh, I'm gonna take whatever you know whatever we get minus fees and all that good stuff, and then pay our April bills for the podcast, and then anything that's left over, I'm gonna give seventy percent of that into the charity pool. So, okay, cool. So yeah, there will be some coming from that into the charity pool for March. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, we've been talking for quite a while. Like I said, this podcast will not be edited. <laughs> it's I'm, I, I'll do levels and all that good stuff, but you're going to hear every um and ah that comes along uh, just so you get it this evening. You're, you're welcome, everybody. I was just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. <laughs> this is it. This is what we do. Now you know what goes into making our podcast sound better. <laughs> You, you can do like a promise them in like three weeks. They'll get the edited version. It'll be like 14 <laughs> minutes shorter. <laughs> All right, dude. Um, do you want to stay around while I do the housekeeping stuff or do you want to take off? I know you guys. Oh, I'll stick around. All right. I always like to offer. <laughs> uh, All right. So here we go. You fluff your pillow. <laughs> housekeeping. Oh. <laughs> All right. So everybody, uh, this is where we're going to kind of end our wonderful conversation with Jason. Uh, but before I let him go, we're going to talk about where we are in this whole process. Not that Jason and I haven't been kind of hinting around at it already. But again, on the Patreon page, we are at $125 a month, which is awesome. You, guys, you guys are amazing. We greatly appreciate it. And again, that puts us in the 70-30 split for the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. So we are giving 70% to the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. We've only got one more day left in March, so I don't think we're going to get to the $150 a month spot. But if we do, for some crazy reason, then that becomes 80-20 for the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. And we will retroactively go back for all of March and give 80% to the charity. All right. So again, if you want to support us on a monthly basis, that's where you do it. Patreon.com slash all us geeks. And again, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash all us geeks. We have varying pledge levels that you can do there. And again, a lot like Kickstarter, you can pledge any amount you want. You don't have to go off of just the levels that we've provided, but $25,000 will be fine. People. Yes. We, we will accept it. Um, I actually did have somebody that was trying to pay me for an ad and they paid it to the Patreon and I, and we hit like multiple milestones because of it. And I went back and I was like, um, I, I, I don't think this is what you meant. I, I would 
I would, it's awesome if you want to do it, but I think you just want to send that to our PayPal and, and kind of take out your pledge there. Oh. <laughs> and they did. I, I knew, I knew it was not what they had planned. <laughs> uh, so again, $125 a month. You guys are awesome. And you can support us there on a monthly basis. If you are not looking to support us on a monthly basis, but you are one of the people that enjoy the pledge drive and want to give us a one shot donation, that is amazing as well. Again, you can do that over at allusgeeks.com. As of right now, like I just said a little bit ago, we're doing the 70% to the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. And that means we are giving them $279.81 right now. So yeah. that is awesome. Uh, and we still have got a little bit of time. Like I kind of said, I'm talking to a couple of people about rush review fees, but you can still help out as well. And, uh, just to point out again for our April prize package, as of right now, what is unlocked is space mission from our friend Matt Warden. He's donated that. Thank you again, Matt. Dig down dwarf and havoc and hijinks are in the prize package as of right now. And again, uh, space mission is there automatically. And because for every $100 we hit to the Jack Vassal Memorial Fund, we added another game, Dig Down Dwarf and Havoc and Hijinks got added. If we get to $300 a month, we will add in Walkstar. And if for some crazy reason you guys go nuts, and I, I will accept it, if we hit $400 a month. You're going to accept their nuts? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if it comes with cold hard cash. All right. That's, I do what I got to do for the peeps and the, and the charity. <laughs> but if we hit $400 a month, Sheriff of Nottingham will get added as well. Plus, like we said, we will create a second prize package with just as many games. And thanks to a couple indie game designers, we're going to throw in Food Town Throwdown for both packages and Table Golf in both packages. So we will give two prize packages away in April if we happen to hit $400 a month for Jack Vassal Memorial Fund. Wow. All right. So if you want to do a one-shot donation, what can you do? Again, over on allusgeeks.com. And these are available any time of year, but March is an awesome time to do it because we get to give so much money to charity. You can use the donate button and donate any amount you want. And again, use the, uh, the notes section to let us know if you, there's something you want us to say or if you want to remain anonymous. Any amount is greatly appreciated. You can take out the shout outs, the $5 shout outs. Again, that's a tweet size shout out, about 140 characters plus a URL if you're promoting something. And that $5 will go into the split with charity. You can take out an webs, you see. No, you can take out an audio head. That is. $15 if you record it per episode, $25 if we record it per episode. And again, for three or more, you do get a 20% discount. And that will go into the 70-30 split if you pay in March. For $25, if I write it, will you record it? <laughs> yes. Anything? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this could get dangerous, but it'll be well worth it for $25. <laughs> uh, we do have final approval. <laughs> I've heard that about you. <laughs> uh, you can also do a website ad. And again, these are primarily for Kickstarter projects, but when it's all said and done, it ends up only being $5 to us. And that is what we will split with charity. You can also pay our rush review fees. Like we were talking about, we've got a couple people that are talking about it. We already have one person that did it. So thank you very much. 
But if you pay in March, then we get to split it with a charity. So even if you're looking at us looking at a game in the future, you can prepay now and we will gladly take that money and put it towards charity versus all of it kind of going into our pool. All right. Those are pretty much the ways that you can support us financially. If you are not in a position to support us financially, that is perfectly acceptable as well. Remember, we're always, uh, we could always use people sharing, share our Facebook, our uh, podcast, the fact that we have a Patreon page, the fact that we're doing a pledge drive because there's not a lot of time left. So the more people that know about it, the better. All of those things are awesome. You can like, follow, subscribe, all those good things on all our social media. And of course, the interaction, like Jason and I have been talking about quite a bit tonight. We live on interaction. Podcasters love it. So any way you want to get a podcast soul, (laughs) it is. So any way you want to get a hold of us again, if you interact with us on Facebook or Twitter, uh, podcast at all us geeks, anywhere that you're used to interacting with us. And if you've never interacted with us, Hey, again, podcast all us geeks, let me know. Uh, one of my resolutions for this year was to get to know at least two or three more listeners that I had not talked to previously. Through the whole year? Huh? Through the whole year? What do you mean? To get to know two or three more listeners for the whole year? Yeah, at least. Oh, that's a, seems, I think you could do better than that. <laughs> well, uh, our listeners are notoriously quiet. <laughs> ah. All right, people. Hashtag never re, never interact. There we go. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we, j- I would love to know more people that, uh, uh, listen. You know, we have our, our core listeners that we hear from all the time. So if there are some people out there that have never interacted with us and listen, I'm, I want to know those people. All right. There we go. Well, Jason, thanks for coming on and hanging out with me tonight, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Can I give a shout out real quick? You definitely can. Shout out to Courtney. Oh, yeah. Just want to say hi. Courtney is awesome. She is. She's cool. Courtney is nice hearing her on your show. Yeah. It's, it's been awesome, uh, having Courtney on in the United Geeks Network umbrella. So it's been fun kind of interacting with her, uh, and, and having her in and, uh, getting her involved in various things that we've got going on. It's been nice because I've been able to reach out to her a few times and go, Hey, would you be interested in this, you know, for, for your blog and stuff? So. Uh, able to kind of help spread some of our contacts around a little bit through the network yeah. as well. So that was awesome. And yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's awesome. You know, we should, we should talk. I mean, we know for short, uh, Stephanie, we love yeah, you. Yeah, so going to bring her up as well. She's, uh, one of the, one of the listeners I'm sure of that listen to both of us regularly. And, uh, I, she gives me shit. So I'm, I'm counting on that she gives you shit as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, with love, of course. Yes. Yeah. She's, uh, she came out of nowhere and very like uh, one of those listeners that you just pray for. You know, she's uh, very talkative, uh, lets you know when she's listening to the episode. She'll let you know what she thinks. Uh, she's just she's really wonderful. I had her. She gives me shit because we did an episode a while ago for uh, where we read a comic book and I had people do voices. And it was something that I never was able to get out. And uh, every once in a while, she'll give me shit about that. So uh, I, I'll get it out there for you. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, she she's she's awesome. She's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And of course, Mike. Uh, Mike listens to both of us as well. Yeah. Uh, and again, he's in the United Geeks Network as well with Royal Monster Battalion. So we've had him on as well. And we talked about, uh, him first getting into podcasting and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, those are, those are awesome people. If you also 
listen to both uh, shows or uh, one show each since we do multiples. <laughs> take take your <laughs> yeah. pick. If somewhere in your stream is something that Jeff does and something that Jason does, let us know. <laughs> we we would like to know uh, more if there are more uh, cross listeners out there because we definitely, you know, we appreciate everybody that listens, but it's pretty cool when we uh, have almost kind of the sister brother podcasty kind of thing that we've got right. going on. And, yeah. and if people are enjoying both because of us, uh, that is awesome. We, we definitely would love to hear more about that. All hashtag right. Listen to both. Listen to both. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtags seven D A G A U G. Oh, there's a good one right there. <laughs> Let's go with that. Say that again. Hashtag what? <laughs> hashtag seven D A G A U G for all us. Um, geeks. <laughs> I wrote it down. I will be searching for this hashtag to be used and it better be people or I will be back and there will be hell to pay. It's, it's almost as good as my hashtag Gilmore or uh, golden Gilmore's. <laughs> the hell's the golden Gilmore's. <laughs> Do you want the Gilmore girls to come back as like the golden girls? This is, this is how, this is the, the easiest way I can tell you don't listen to the game crafter official podcast, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> which is not in your wheelhouse. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's not that I'm not interested in board games. It's just that I don't have time. Nor if I put a board game on my table, I guarantee you the pieces would be lost in 14 seconds. <laughs> There's some great kid games. No, uh, what it was is, uh, ha- have you ever heard of the game Smash Up? No. All right. So it's this, it's this card game and it's, it's a brilliant idea for a card game. Okay. Uh, guys, we're not ending the podcast yet. Hold on. No. <laughs> Welcome to the bonus round. Exactly. This this is after dark. Thirty one days after dark. I like this. Let's get some <laughs> like some sultry music. Can we dump that in real quick? Oh yeah. So, Jason, about this game. <laughs> God, my nipples are getting hard. Keep going. Uh so Smash Up is this really cool game and it's it's kind of brilliant to me because they made this game and it's called Smash Up, right? Okay. They can literally put cards out about anything they want and it fits. So there are zombies and aliens and robots and my Sold. little pony and I mean, mm-hmm. and basically you take two decks of, t- so you can take like robot zombies, mix them together and that's your deck and, and you're fighting over, uh, like headquarters, like minion, like headquarters kind of things, right? Okay. So you're trying to overthrow each headquarters and get the the points for it. Okay. Brilliant game. They've put out a ton of expansions. They've got shit like Bear Calvary and, and <laughs> just everything you could think of. So they can literally put anything they want out for this game. So on one of the Game Crafter official podcasts, we were talking about intellectual property and how that works with the Game Crafter because what they do is they're a print-on-demand company. You can go over there upload your files for your game and get a nice prototype for yourself. Okay. Um, but a lot of people always kind of go over there and go, can I, you know, print things that belong to other people? And they're like, no, cause we'll get in trouble. That's against right. the law. So we had a, a whole episode about it and we were talking about how you can't put out just any old, you know, you can't put out your own expansion for licenses that already exist and you can't deal with copyright and, and intellectual property and all that stuff. So I look up at my my shelf here and I see Smash Up on the shelf. And I go to my co-host over there, JT, who owns the Game Crafter. He's one of the owners and one of the guys that kind of is one of the tech guys over there and keeps the th- keeps the things running over there. 
So I look up at Smash Up and I go, all right, bam, got an idea in my head. I was like, all right, JT, I've got the perfect question for you to kind of give you an opportunity to talk about all of these things you want to talk about and, and combine multiple questions into one. So are you ready? And he's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like, I've got this prototype that I want to take. I need AEG, who is the company that makes Smash Up. I need to take this to AEG. Uh, I need it to look absolutely amazing because this is the next Smash Up expansion they have to put out. And he's like, okay. I'm like, so JT, can I go to the Game Crafter and print my Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls Smash Up expansion? <laughs> and, and, and it's the only time I've ever made him stutter and, <laughs> and lose it. Thought him off guard, huh? Yeah, pretty much. And I, I cut most of that out, but it was just like, after a while, he stopped trying to even say it. He just goes, uh, so that thing you want to make, because <laughs> he couldn't even <laughs> say it anymore. So now it's got a life of its own, and we bring it up every few episodes, and uh, people in the chat have actually started to hashtag Golden Gilmores. Awesome. So, uh, and actually, I have a a fake Twitter account for Golden Gilmores now, as of like two days ago, because a couple of people over there's like, you got to have this. I want the rose from Saint Olaf card. I, I keep saying that my my uh, Rory and Blanche combo is a little overpowered. I got to figure that out. I don't know who Rory. I never watched Gilmore Girls. Neither I did I. I never really watched either one Golden of them, but Girls, it just kind of came into my head that night. So okay, <laughs> I, but you know, obviously now that it's got a fan base, I've had to do some serious research. So <laughs> <laughs> you're all real about it. you can make like your own expansion pack. If you don't make money off of it, you can uh, give it away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got too much to do, so don't put your head into that game. I, I still can't uh, use, you know, copyrighted images and all that stuff. Besides, I already am making my own game or co- collaborating on a game. Awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> of my copious amounts of free time. Right. Yeah. As <laughs> you know, you said, right. for punishment. Right. Much like you, I I have other things going on outside that is, uh, I, I probably shouldn't be taking on, <laughs> but I still do. Take it on. Spin those plates, man. You'll be happier for it. <laughs> I really am. All right, everybody. I think this time I am ending this. And like I said, there's there's no editing. This, this, <laughs> just just accept it. Just take oh, it. You're welcome, and we're sorry. Exactly. Which is pretty much my mantra in podcasting life. But All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Jason, thanks for hanging out with me and having this conversation. It was good to catch up with you again, man. Yeah, man. Thanks. All right. And again, one more day. So here it is. I will be back tomorrow. If you wait um, an hour and a half, you'll be there. (laughs) Let's keep going. (laughs) Day 30 and 31 all in one. Bonus round. Day 31's a minute long. It's where we just end. Welcome to the... Hey, I am fried. (laughs) That's only 31 days. 30 30 days. You deserve it.